Welcome to All Things D&D Story Dungeon, where we share amazing Dungeons & Dragons stories with you every two days. Now heading inside the dungeon, we have... So I've been playing for some time, and this was my attempt to make an edgelord that went wrong in a perfect way. I'd played with several people, who all had mastered the art of the edgelord. When Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes came out, I thought I would try it for myself. It couldn't be too hard, right? So after some little time, I came up with my edgy creation, a Shadar Kai elf rogue named Pelrina. Pel is Sindarin Elvish for Edge, and Rina is translated from Tel Kassir, from the word Edge. So his name was Sharpness of the Edge of the Blade, or Edgy Edge. So undead elf from a realm of misery named Edge. Perfect, right? Describing Pel, he isn't very tall. His hair is long and black. He has a tattoo of the Raven's Queen symbol on his right cheek, and his eyes are completely black, his skin deathly pale. He wears a modified kinku skull over the top of his face. He's also asexual, interested only in serving his lady. This came into play a lot when a guest player kept hitting on him, hard. In creation I realized I gave him no purpose, and that ended up defining him. A devoted follower of the Raven Queen, she sent him to the Material Plane. He then realized he had no idea what his mission was, and wandered in constant anxiety about it. This caused him to want to die, as when he died, if it was in battle or in service to his lady, he would go back to the Shadowfell, and then he could ask her about his mission. Thus Pell was now suicidal. He also started with a trinket, a small notebook that erased itself every morning. Pell misunderstood the item and thought he was sending these notes to his goddess that they erased when she received them. This notebook ended up being very useful, surprisingly, as Pell wrote down everything. He met the party in a tavern, yes cliché, when the others were all given a mission. Pell failed a stealth check and the party noticed Pell was very noticeably eavesdropping and trying to be sneaky. Adventures ensued and Pell became fond of his companions. There was Latham, the human ancient's paladin, who we all called a child killer after we were attacked by possessed children and he moved to simply push a kid away from him with a nat 20. The DM said he pushed the child and it died, which caused Latham's player to beg the DM not to. There was Cotton Gin, a Goliath fighter raised by halflings and the sweetest soul you could ever meet. He immediately took a shine to Pell and protected him, despite Pell's wishes. There were other players that came and went, but these two became Pell's trusted friends. And Pell got an awkward party reputation for a lot of gnats. Nat 1's on things to look cool, and Nat 20 when it came to stupid stuff or death saves. So Pell was a comedic element of the group, failing in ways that never hindered the party, but provided laughs. He fell face first into the snow, fell off roofs, failed to intimidate or even talk to people due to his minus one charisma. He developed a deep fear of his own reflection and succeeded at never dying, despite wanting it so badly. The three ended up owning a bar together, which we call Ever Eastward, a joke between the party and DM about how he always went east. Cotton Gin brought his halfling parents who cooked. Cotton Gin himself did the paperwork and management. Latham cleaned up messes and maintained the place, and Pell was the bouncer. The real MVP ended up being Pell's familiar Charon. Charon was a raven familiar that the party dressed in a tiny tuxedo vest. He could do simple mockery, allowing him to repeat drink and food orders. He also said hidey-ho like Mr. Hanky after the party had defeated a maze filled with exploding popcorn monsters that only said that phrase. Basically, we had a well-dressed bird waiter, and the DM let Pell and Arcane Trickster cast Mage Hand through the bird so he could carry drink orders. This made the bar pretty popular for novelty reasons. That winter, the party discovered a conspiracy to replace all the town meat with human flesh. At one point, the party found an old man who offered the party soup. After Pell made an insight check, he realized the soup was poisoned. So hopeful, Pell drank it, but Nat 20 did his con save, my DM ruling that Pell took no damage. The party, however, saw the rogue drink the soup and be fine, so they all drank it. Almost killed them all. The old man wasn't hard to defeat, and the antidote easy to find. We discovered who he was working for and set off. Investigating this led to the discovery of a mind flayer. Pell almost died. Almost. 
Teamwork and perseverance saved the party. Pell developed a phobia of mind flayers, as he realized that his goddess valued memories, and if a mind flayer ate his brain, the memories would go to the mind flayer, not his goddess. This would cause him to definitely fail whatever his mission was. The party each got guild invites after slaying the mind flayer. Latham joined the Emerald Enclave, as he worshipped Sylvanus and loved nature. Cotton Jin joined Force Grey, who were devoted to protecting Waterdeep. Pell ended up joining the Zinterim, keeping this a secret from the party. They were looking into a series of definitely Zinterim murders. Pell actually knew they weren't actually Zent murders and was investigating this as a frame job. Latham's player couldn't make the session, but when he came back for the next session, he joined the investigation. Unbeknownst to us, he and the DM secretly had Latham kidnapped in the session he missed. The Latham that was walking around with us solving the murders was actually a simulacrum created by the enemy. Latham attacked and nearly killed the party. It was Pell who managed to fatally wound the fake. The fake told Pell that he didn't mind dying, but to please hurry and end it. The simulacrum with its dying breath gave them instructions on where the real Latham was being held hostage. Suspecting a potential ambush, Pell set a plan in motion. In our downtime, Pell had been secretly working up the ranks in the Zentarim and called in every favor he could. If it was an ambush, they weren't going in alone. After a large number of bribes, favors called in, and threats made, Pell managed to convince all but the most loyal of the Zentarim to aid him in his cause. They swarmed the building, making quick work of the BBEG's guards. The final battle was remarkably short, unfortunately, but that didn't matter. The cost of convincing the Zentarim to betray their leader didn't matter. Getting Latham back did. Pell untied the beaten and bloodied Latham, then took his crossbow and shot Latham in the foot. Latham cried out and asked why angrily, to which Pell replied, just making sure it's you, and then hugged his friend. Pell, Latham, and Cotton Gin went on more adventures and became epic-level heroes, but truly, Ever Eastward was their home. And legend says they can still be found there to this very day. And Pell still wants to die, but is yet to succeed in doing so. Thanks for listening to All Things D&D Story Dungeon. We'd love to have you subscribe and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Until next time! <laughs>